0: yo it's heavy baby i'm on the track tonight because it's ladies night with pretty Pete. all right we about to blow it up episode six okay and we about to what 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 what,
1: what oh okay okay hey <laughs> freestyle on that sheet but the freestyle but the freestyle what Man. Man.
0: Welcome to Ladies Nine. Episode six. Hey, we have missed y'all. It's
1: been a long month. A long month. Long, long. But, but we back and we here. Right. I'm back and I'm better.
0: Nothing, nothing happened. Anyways, y'all, this is Ladies Night episode six. This your host,
1: Temptation, here with Pretty P and <laughs> not just Pretty P in a place to be. Okay, hit me up.
0: Um, in the month of March, we have been hustling, doing some things, great things for Ladies Night. Also, it was Pretty P birthday celebration. Okay, turn up, Setiana
1: twenty seven. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, excuse <laughs> <good girls>, me. <man. laughs> But we got some good topics for y'all tonight. Um, pretty, you know, typical things that we would talk about with friends and with our audience. Also, we want to thank y'all for y'all support. Y'all definitely have been putting on. The views have been crazy. We are now available on Apple Podcasts. And we will definitely be posting the link for that everywhere.
1: Right. And also stay tuned for our little trap house uh debut we got coming shout
0: out to Chrissy and Ryan and we did
1: a photo shoot so shout out to Ryan yes Yes. and um
0: so our first topic for the night is are you willing to wait on someone to get themselves together before a relationship
1: no why because why would I sit there and wait? Like, and you never know how long you're going to be waiting. You're going to block your blessings waiting on somebody to get their stuff together when somebody could be coming and already be together. But you waiting on this person and there's no telling. Okay. I, I
0: completely understand that. That doesn't mean you can't have options, you know, in, in pertaining to the question. But if you, you really. Mean- I'm just saying, like, you know, if you really like somebody, say you really like this person. Mm -hmm. And, like, this person just like, you know, I want to be with you, but I don't feel like I'm together, you know, like, financially, mentally, emotionally. Are you willing to help, like, build that type of relationship with them until they feel like, okay, I'm comfortable enough, financially stable enough to be with you? No. no, You wouldn't. Because it's
1: not i feel like that's waiting you can you you will say like you can still have options but you will never fully give your options a mm-hmm. real chance because in the back of your head you waiting for this person to get themselves together so no because one of them options can already be together but you, you won't allow yourself to see that because you waiting on this motherfucker wishing on a prayer It's basically it
0: like i feel like some people just like like potential Right, the idea, so they don't really know the the ins and the outs and the hardships. But that's what I find the beauty in—not necessarily waiting, but building a bond with a person by learning their
1: ins and outs, the hardships. Like, yeah, you but say I mean? I mean, it's the difference between building a bond with somebody than waiting for someone to get themselves together, like. This person is telling you, like, I don't want, I'm not ready, you that's know what fine. I'm saying? You like, you ain't gotta be ready either. You don't gotta be ready, but then that's not us building a bond, you know? Like, that's the question waiting for somebody to get t- theirself together and building a bond with somebody and then being together. That's two totally different things to me, you get what I'm saying? You don't think it's two totally different things. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Maybe I guess so. I mean, I feel like if a person is telling you, like, okay, the reason why I don't want to be in a relationship right now, like, some people have like two different ways of why they feel like they, some people feel like they're not ready emotionally because they feel like they're going to mess it up mm-hmm. emotionally because of what has happened in their past or they feel like they haven't healed from their previous relationship or they just got out of a relationship you know what i'm saying right which or i feel like at the end to of the commit t- yeah to. At, which i feel like at the end of the day you shouldn't have you shouldn't be talking to this person like that if that's the case right but um and then the other thing is like i said you know some people are like like for instance guys a lot of guys don't want to commit because they feel like they're not financially stable enough for the girl like i had somebody tell me like no i don't want to be in a relationship right now because i can't afford a girlfriend right now like that's what somebody told me at one point in time and they were just saying well how like, much it
1: costs to get a girlfriend
0: <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know. <laughs> that's what and that's how the much thing. Is it? that's a god thing because <laughs> i
1: don't know how much is it how much mm-hmm. you
0: ask them how much is it i don't know girl
1: because if i'm saying if you trying to be a billionaire right but then that comes with building a bond like when you build a bond with somebody it doesn't matter you know I feel like dudes find excuses yeah I think so too so that's why I'm saying it's a difference like it's a difference between a dude saying like no you know I just gotta get myself together we can you know we can work towards it versus you talking to a dude and y'all building a bond while y'all going on they don't make it clear like I'm not ready yet You know, I feel like when somebody's saying I'm not ready yet, y'all should have never got to the point Point where where you you gotta say say that you're you're not not ready. ready. That's yes, I agree
0: with that. Like I feel like at that point, you you should have never let entertaining me. Right,
1: you should have never let it get that far for where you had to tell me that you're not ready, and then I'm waiting for you to get yourself together. That's what I was basically trying to explain with building a bond. Like it's a difference because. Off rip, when you got chemistry with somebody, yeah, it's gonna be established mm-hmm. off rip. So you are gonna know like, okay, we building this bond towards whatever, even if it's gonna be something or right. not. You know what I'm saying? Versus you done got all the way there with this nigga, and now he like, I ain't ready. And it's like, well, shit, dude, I wasted I... my damn time. And then <laughs> now I gotta wait because during that time that I wasted, I've seen the potential of the person that I, that I know you can be. Right. But you telling me to wait on that. Right, because you ain't ready. How you not ready, and I've seen the potential you could possibly be as a boyfriend. Right, that's an excuse and that's and that's why I
0: feel like the financial thing is an excuse too. right it's just like okay well uh and, and and the reason why I'm always like giving people benefit of the doubt because I ain't always had everything I wanted you know what I'm saying like and there's been times where people want to give me but I would see I'm the type of person I shut completely down I don't talk to nobody if I feel like I'm in that space to where I can't support other people or be there for other people or be a girlfriend or what a friend or whatever you know what i mean i'll just stay focused straight on me i don't entertain people at all and i think when people do that they send mixed signals and that's not fair to the other person like you said you know it's right. like a waste of time but i mean i don't know I, i've i seen people who like who've been with people who they ain't really had shit like together and they've built themselves up to like a great couple, like a power couple, right? Because
1: it's not about that. So that's why I feel like the financial aspect of somebody saying they're not ready right. is an excuse. excuse. Because yeah. it's like, like I said, how much does it cost, right? You know what I'm saying? It ain't like it ain't like we gonna get together when you're financially ready and you're gonna be like, here, here's forty thousand dollars. I'm ready to be with you <laughs> right. now. I'm buying. I'm ready. I'm financially right. like stable. You're, buying you're not gonna do that, like. Come on, we all not rich. We right. all can't be Dexter. out here buying gifts. Except, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Like, if if anything, you being with somebody would make you more financially stable. You know what I'm saying? Like, because y'all have two heads instead of one. one. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, y'all got two incomes instead of one. Right. You know, not saying that's the reason to be with somebody, but that cannot be the reason that you, you not don't want to be in a, in a relationship. relationship. I if feel the anything. Same way when you out here fending for yourself like everything you gotta pay rent all by yourself you gotta pay car notes all by yourself but when it's two of y'all it'll help y'all help each other get on your feet so that's an excuse yeah
0: that's what i'm saying that's how i feel too like it's a difference when you know you're willing to help that person but
1: i don't know why guys
0: like you i've i've seen people and i asked this question on my instagram and a lot and the yes answers came i mean the no answers came from guys because they said they would not be financially ready so that's why i threw that out there but i like i said guys that's
1: an excuse that's an excuse financially because you may never know what your girl got or who your girl got connects with that could get you a nice job right and a relationship ain't about money Money. it's It's about love you know what i'm saying like Love. That's how I feel too. I feel the same way. You know, as I was saying before, like, I feel like it should never get to the point where you feel like you have to wait on somebody or y'all establish like, okay, you're not ready. I'm away, or we going to build this behind. It's a difference. Yeah. To me. So it's a no from me, ma'am. <laughs> I ain't waiting on shit. I waited on the nigga before and the half years. I waited too. He still wasn't ready. I waited as I well ain't waiting on nothing. And,
0: and I had other options, but i waited and no,
1: it's a dub. Straight <laughs> dub. So then we have here like so would you deal with someone who's always in other men or women's faces? No. Define that. No. Define in always in other women or men's faces. Just thirsty. Just
0: always want to be in somebody's face.
1: Let me get an example then.
0: Okay for instance say like somebody that you're talking to or like you know y'all getting acquainted you know what i'm saying or mm-hmm. uh shit hell even could be even be your nigga you know what i'm saying like right damn nigga you hard on every fucking thing what the fuck yeah, yeah i niggas, mean yeah you know what i'm saying yeah people you social know social media wise yeah yeah that's even yeah like you know even if somebody like oh i seen someone at the club they was all up in
1: somebody okay well damn yeah thirst bucket i don't like no thirst bucket either but the reason i asked you to define it because honestly i didn't talk to or dated a couple people that just be like you just too friendly like my ex boyfriend used to call me Mitzi all the time like but to me it's what just was my his examples though his examples is like i knew where, you know he wasn't from here but we'll go to the gas station somebody saying hey or you know like i know people i know uh, a lot of people you know what i'm saying yeah. and i think that's different because i feel like i got a personality that a lot of people can adapt to you right. know what i'm saying like i got a personality where i can be cool with 1500 niggas or a whole bunch of niggas at one time, and I ain't touch none of them. Right. But he don't see that, or dudes don't see that. I don't feel like that's me being in people's faces. You know what I'm saying? Or me, you know, if I see a whole bunch of dudes out and they all speak to me because we all cool, that's that's what he meant by. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. You friendly, or I'm communicating, even on social media. I'm not hard eyeing nobody, but you know, like, I'm talking back. You know, niggas gonna comment especially like if you ask an opinion you know or whatever. yeah or even that you know like people that's just being being cool with me for a long time they might comment something funny on the status but right. a dude won't understand that like what y'all
0: Messing <laughs> trying to make something. It like work. no it's like, never been that like
1: <laughs> then you gotta go telling other people business like he talked to such and such <laughs> you know you gotta do that because it's like whoa I slow that, down i had that problem too
0: but the thing was it wasn't like i was like flirting or anything like that it was just like damn how you know this nigga or how you know these niggas right it's like, nigga it's nothing like that like untouchable right here is basically what i could say but i i see what you're saying but i don't know maybe it's just me like i just don't i don't i want my nigga to be all about me like a bitch can't even tap you on the shoulder without you like oh
1: what's that no that's (laughs) not Cool. <laughs> like you can't expect for people not to know people. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that. Yeah, but you like. I'm because, talking about like uh, just like damn. What fuck? Yeah, but it's like what if you don't know them and they know them and he they, the person come up like and tap them and you like who the fuck is that bitch? That's you. No, it's not.
0: I'm not about to sit there. And I'm gonna look at you and see what the fuck you about to do. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm an observant person. I'm very observing. So I'm gonna sit here and watch your reaction. How you gonna do it? How you gonna introduce me to this person if you're going to do that? You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna right. sit there and be like, "Bitch, don't be fucking touching him." Then
1: be we out here yeah, fighting and what you just said. Drugging. You want a nigga that if a bitch touch, him, he you be mean like a be like, random ah, bitch Like, or? what
0: the fuck? You know? Like, no. Damn, wait, who is that? It ain't my girl because I'm holding
1: her hand. So who tapping me? No. <laughs> <laughs> you want. <laughs> that's so crazy i could just imagine me out like acting like get off me what's up went to school with him all my life he probably like bitch stop acting like that's what i would if i ever seen a nigga that i've known forever with his girl and they try to act i done seen niggas do this because niggas would act like they don't even know know you when they with that girl like hold on brother you my brother
0: he probably don't want to hear his girl mouth it doesn't up. matter
1: it does you're my brother. when you
0: in a relationship yeah your but boy, you're never
1: it, gonna understand i can't make you if i say you should if you're in a relationship and you got to worry about arguing with your girl thinking that she or you know you can't be yourself friend, yeah you can't speak you can't be I, yourself that's what i'm saying
0: i had that problem and it was like, okay, dang that's just that's just my homeboy. He got shot like two weeks ago. Right. He fought, he alive.
1: I'm just showing
0: love. And it, that means
1: you can't be yourself with that Damn. person if you feel like you gotta hold back. It, like, say if I seen a nigga, you know, all our life we done had a whole handshake, get up <laughs> when we see each other, you know, like anything. And I see this nigga ready to do the little get up, and he like. Oh, what's up, B? Instead of giving you the handshake. <laughs> Since when? You know, that means you can't be yourself. But my thing person. is,
0: if I introduce you to the person, if I introduce you to the person and I'm telling you what this person is to me, there's no need for you to be like, oh, you too friendly or to, you know, be thinking something su- suspicious is going on. If we're, if we're introduced. But damn, if you can't even tell me like oh this my homegirl from you know school or whatever like that or you know we used to work together or something like that yeah but regardless of the fact
1: you're still not gonna give a fuck who? you that's not the case I'm telling you you what what I would do I still don't know that bitch well my ex boyfriend still didn't give a fuck like oh this my boyfriend this such and such what's up that's how
0: niggas are my ex was like that my ex would be like, I could tell him the timeline of how I know this person. And this nigga's like, it still don't sound right. Yeah. What's and so then bad? I felt
1: like shady a little bit because sometimes <laughs> I could barely even speak to people. Like, let me not even say <laughs> nothing. I'm going to act like I ain't even see him Walking with
0: the head down. Put my phone up. Like, rocking mm. with the head down. I
1: ain't
0: even I see ain't you. I ain't even know that was you. Hey, hey. my bad. That was but, meow, meow, meow. but my thing is If you real flirtatious Like you flirting a little bit too hard Stuff like that I don't like shit like that At least don't let me see it That's what that's the kind of shit I mean Like if you ain't somebody's face
1: Right Well I get it like social media wise I get it you don't never want In person see... wise Okay You a fan So Do you a tell fan? your BFF Your deepest darkest secrets Nope Yes,
0: I wish I could, but I just don't trust a lot of people. I mean, I trust, I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna let me take that back. Let me reword that. Some of my friends know things that my other friends don't know, right? Like, two of my best friends, they know things that my other closest friends do not know. But at the same time, there's stuff that I just keep to myself because i don't feel like everybody needs to know everything and nobody else knows but me and god and whatever else it involves but and it's not even on no sneaky stuff it's just i don't feel like everybody needs to know anything everything and you know um let me think of another way another thing to say when it comes to that Uh, I don't, want, I don't want to say like somebody told me they was like they don't because you may never know what people might use against you but I don't feel like those two best
1: friends are like that. Yeah but you should never look at it like that. If you if you got a thing like I can't tell you because I don't know
0: who right. might say something. Right. You got to
1: look at that They're friend like, like funny. Just be, To me I'm an open book and y'all know that. Right. Like even though it is some things that some of my friends all mm-hmm. my closest friends know right everything really like like yeah. you're that comfortable with i'm an open book so if anybody leak my shit we fighting bitch know that <laughs> i'm gonna deny that you ain't got no proof i don't know what you're talking about right like but yeah you know like i'm an open book some people probably be lying just to let y'all know just in case they leave something they lying but some people might be lying. But yes, I do. I mean, I can't help it. It's just like all my friends are different. Like they're not right. all the same. So it's just like the reaction and the feedback is different. You know, like I just feel like I'm, I'm always hope- been. Like I've never been. The only reason that somebody wouldn't know some something is if they weren't my closest friend or... Um, I just ain't told them yet. Or right. I forgot to tell them. you know, that's the only thing. But yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything deep dark where it's like, bitch, you cannot tell nobody. nobody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, like, see, I, and another thing is I feel like a lot of people just don't be caring about what the fuck you got going on. That's just how I look at certain stuff. Yeah. But like, I've always been that listener You know that person that just always like, they ain't got shit to do with me. So what? Just go ahead and tell me.
1: You You know know what? what? I actually do have a deep dark secret that only about poor people know. Yeah. (laughs) See. And then it's like, I think it's because I've buried it so far under that it's it's like not not even existing anymore. Right. You know, unless Unless they fucking pillow talking. Right. Unless they bring it up.
0: Right. And that's and that's my thing, but it's not that I don't have that I have anything against my best friends. It's just that I just choose not to tell them everything yeah. or every
1: secret. Because... Which you should. I wish I was like that sometimes, but you know, like I'm an open book, and then it's just like I done been through some shit, bitch. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's I'm not. I'm an open book because you can never. Not saying this is the reason I'm an open book, but can't nobody ever say like, oh p cross them bitches be having secrets because they be secretly crossing you period that's why that's 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 another thing because i feel like the type of person i am if it's something that that i done did that you don't know Mm -hmm. i was wrong for doing it right because i tell you everything the fuck else right And that's how I look at shit. Right. Like you tell me everything. The fuck else? But that. Why you couldn't tell me this? Right. So I look at it as a sense of being sneaky. It depends on how long we've been friends, and it depends on the type of person that you are. Like I know you, Mm -hmm. so I know that you're more conservative, and you're not gonna really
0: yeah say see,
1: too much you know what i'm saying i know that being your friend for years though your sister for years i know that but then there's other people where they want to act like no i just don't want to tell nobody you know bitch since when <laughs> you done told me everything you, the fuck out right you done did everything to fuck it like it's nothing so right why is this secret so in? i just think it's different it, it depends on the per- person i can me personally now mm-hmm. no i won't even tell a secret right to nobody now because it's just like i've been through a lot like it's been four months in the the year 2019 it's just like a lot for you yeah (laughs) so nah i'm i'm good on everybody okay well i mean
0: to me it's a no no look my best friends i'm gonna call y'all asses out kenyatta y'all seen i love y'all to death but you know y'all know i like to keep up Kenya knows me. She knows I like to keep a lot of things to myself. Right. She know that, you know, and she kind of the same way. So I guess that's kind of like why, but our bond is like different. Like, even if I was to tell her some shit, I know she's not about to go run her mouth about me and vice versa. She know I'm not about to go tell nobody about her. Like, it's just not like that. You know, I know I can confide in her if I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? It's right. nothing. It's no shady shit when I say that I don't tell them everything, But I just know that that's the type of person that she is, and that's how she's always treated me, and vice versa. We've always been able to listen to one another. Like, shit, she could be on the phone with me for an hour just telling me a whole fucking story. I'm going to listen. Because, you know, you don't want to hold everything in. Sometimes it's not good to bottle everything in. So, you know, I'll let her talk. But, you know, when it comes to me, I'll be like, oh, no, I'm just so hesitant with my secrets on my feelings or my world in general. I'm just very secretive. I don't know why. And it's not shady. It's just I feel like not everybody needs to know everything or they don't want to be bothered with my bullshit. But that's just me. Okay, so on to the next subject. What are some toxic parenting styles? I have been seeing this um this question go around for like a couple days now I saw it a couple months back but Mm -hmm. it's resurfaced again and um, I just want to know what are some toxic parenting styles that you know you probably went through um, and you don't want to do that with your kids upbringing you can't see yourself doing that to your kids upbringing or even if you went through you didn't have to go through it you know somebody else that
1: went through it that you
0: felt like was a toxic thing
1: so, I was about to ask that because I don't feel like my mama did anything that I wouldn't do to my kids. When I was younger, I used to say, like, I would never whoop my kids because my <laughs> mama beat our asses. Like, and I always said, like, I ain't never whooping my kids, but I whoop their ass all the time. <laughs> um, I don't think that I would give my son more leniency than my daughter. Mm. Like, I don't feel like it's a difference. Right. My, me and my mama talk about this to this day. She felt like it was a difference because between Brandon was a boy. boy and we were girls. You know what I'm saying? Like my parents do that too. You know how you know how daylight savings times how the change just changed I mean the time just changed it went back so it stayed lighter longer Mm -hmm. but the street lights still come on the same time but it's still light as hell outside Right. we had to be in the house (laughs) even if it was light outside and the street light was on we had to be in the house talking to our friends through the window while our brother's still outside and I just think that's messed (laughs) up like wherever you go you need to take your sibling. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you the brother. You supposed to watch out now. It's like, okay, y'all, it's time to go in the house. Right. Like, but no, it wasn't that. Like Brandon can go, 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 go. <laughs> we couldn't. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like uh, <laughs> We argue about that all the time. Like, Brandon could have Fifty so thousand people I in the house, and I
0: never understood that.
1: Like, what is it that it being about? It being a, a boy all and she, a girl. All she says he was a boy. That's all. I just don't. understand He was a boy, that. and then like one day we was outside. All the power went out of na- in the neighborhood, uh-huh. so we all running around with flashlights. We got to come in the house, but Brandon could still play <laughs> with the flashlight. <laughs> like. <laughs> and she will always say he is a boy y'all girls he is a boy my dad does that
0: my, my mama does it too, but, like, whenever I was younger, I used to be like, but Therese get to do it. And my dad be like, he is a boy. And I'm like, okay, so what? Exactly. We all kids. It's my brother. So what? Why he get to do it and I can't? Exactly. I mean, granted, my brother was a lot older than me. But still, at the same time, like, I still didn't understand the difference. And and I see it even with, um you know, like, cousins or friends or whatever. And I be like... I still don't understand what is that saying mean.
1: He's a boy, you right. a girl, right? Because I'm even smarter, exactly. <laughs> like he could just fight or something, right? Like and, and little, but he's still little. He can't beat no grown man, <laughs> man if w- they trying to take right, his ass. What the hell they gonna do? Run?
0: Leave us? I don't have time. Right. So I never, I never understood that analogy either. P. I will say that. I can say that. um so somebody said apologizing. They said that, you know they hate a parent that it, it feels like they're never wrong, and I've witnessed that too. Um, somebody else <clears throat> said that instead of like a to- I told you so moment, you know, give them the lesson and enlighten them. You know, learn them something basically. You right. know, instead of
1: like throwing it up in their face they, they this, this, that they did this. What kind of parents they got? My mama just ain't never been... Like, I feel like... I just want to give a shout-out to my mama. Because she ain't never been... She was mean. You know, like, when we was little... My mama mean as hell. We couldn't have company. Brandon could. We couldn't have company. (laughs) You know, we couldn't have sleepovers. None of that. Because he's a boy. Right. But (laughs) we always felt like we had to mean as mama. But, like, I don't feel like me... Me and my mom bumped heads because when I was younger I thought I knew everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like but now like that's like my best friend cuz she would really tell me like, "Portia, okay, you wrong for this." But then she will be like, "You know, she's never been like that for me to know uh, like to have a toxic trait. Like the only thing that I could say that I wouldn't do is the boy the Boy-girl boy boy go- girl thing. Um that's the only thing I've never experienced nothing else that's toxic uh, but I've seen other parents like I would never put my kid out ever I've seen that too like <laughs> if my kid ain't got nowhere to go they gonna have my home to come to like they're not gonna be disrespectful or you know kids do get disrespectful right. you know kids grow their attitudes change, change like they and you just gotta learn how to handle your kid but i would never put my kid out to where they gotta go and stay with somebody else right. you know what i'm saying and i'm just at home right you know they're always like if i got kicked out of my apartment right now or if i lost everything i could still go to my mama's house i know people that can't even go to their parents house no more you know what i'm saying or right. the parents feel like okay you 18 get a job get gone you should have been in school you can't stay here no more like i can't stand a parent like that i look and wonder like how right how do y'all just throw you kids to the wolves
0: right <laughs> without teaching them letting them or teaching them yourself first so they can
1: figure out what right. to do because if you world. taught them they wouldn't, wouldn't know have, yes. they wouldn't be there still you right. know what i'm saying if you taught them to be the person that you're expecting them to be then they wouldn't be in that position for you to have to put them out right but people think that just because you raise them like okay 18 years i'm done like i don't feel like you should ever Te- you know, treat your kid like that. It should never be a point where your child, no matter if your child 30, 40, 25, <laughs> it doesn't matter. If your child has nowhere to go, they should always be, be able, able to, to call their on calls. their parent right. and, you know, they help them. And I know a lot of people, like, and I just be, it, it's mind boggling. I call my mom, like, anytime I see it or hear about it from somebody else, like, I call my mom, like, I just couldn't even imagine
0: right her doing it to you
1: yeah or you doing it to, or your a kids. parent doing that period to their kid you don't it care happens. if they done ate you don't think about your kid like you don't know if they done ate you don't know where they stand at you don't know if they got some money nothing you just like oh well where are you staying not come back home let me help you like nothing yeah. you just like oh okay
0: I don't like when parents kick their kids out and then be trying to make sure that they okay wherever they at.
1: It's like, well, damn, I might as well just stay home. Right, you, know? you didn't care that much. Because <laughs> what if I told you I was in a homeless shelter? Right. You weren't going to say, come back. Right. There is no way. You you thought I had somewhere to go, but you put me out. I would say, and then another thing, I don't know if it's necessarily
0: toxic, but it, it was something that I know I want to do to my kids and instill in them. I definitely want to tell my kids every day how much I love them, whether if it's going before they go to school, before they go to bed, because mm-hmm. you may never know what may happen. You know what I'm saying? They, or how they're they feel feeling. The yeah, you know. And I want them to tell me how their day went. I want to have conversations with my children so I can have a better understanding of them, their personality, who they are as a person, you know. And I feel like a lot of parents back in the day they and it's not necessarily being a friend I need to know my child you right. know what I'm saying Right. yeah my child came from me but they don't mean I necessarily know who they are as a person their personality wise you know what, right. what I'm saying like they might be totally different you know outside of the house so I need and I also want to know what's going on cause the way these kids are taking their lives now like it's nothing like right. little kids I would never want that to happen to me because that would make me feel like i failed as a parent because i didn't take the time out of my day to see how my kid is feeling and what all they did today at school and what happened and, you yeah know. you know like why are you and i want to be able to notice the change in their emotions their attitude like hold up something ain't right with my kid right, right? what's going on what's wrong with you why are you acting like that why are you so down you know what I'm saying? I want to learn my kid. That's something that I know I want to do. Um, my parents, both of my parents, they both grew up the same way. Um, they grew up with aunts, uncles, and grandparents. They didn't really grow up with their parents like that. So they do. They're a tough love person. Like I know my parents love me to death. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But they show it in a tough way. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Because their parents weren't affectionate with them so they not like affectionate so I want to be affectionate to my kids and I'm an affectionate person anyway even though people call me me I'm very affectionate once I love you and I want to be able to show that to my kids cause I just couldn't imagine me going to day like damn whatever you know or just like not saying I love you okay call me whenever you get home from school whatever you know stuff like that
1: (laughs) That's just me, though. Well, yeah, I feel that, too. Definitely. Just know when your kids get older, you be like, what happened at school day? I'm like, nothing. Can I go play? <laughs> <laughs> what you learned today? Nothing. Can I go play?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I know it ain't a different time. Right. You know, right. y'all don't care. Okay, girl. Uh-huh. Okay, as I as
1: guess as you didn't homework, do anything. All right, as long as right. your homework done. I don't care. Go ahead. Right. So, I... Uh, I want to speak on what is your, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) what do you hate the most about your job? Going,
0: getting up at, what time do I be getting up? Getting up at like 1030, sitting in the bed to about 1040, getting prepped to go to work to be there at 1130. Mm. that's what I hate
1: the most. I hate the people. Like the people at my job, I don't like the people. Like I like the job overall. Like I love it. You know know, my job too. I love the company, you know, but the people Mm -hmm. is what i hate the most because i've never ever ever been in my maybe i have been in an environment like that but i never made i never paid attention to it as much as i pay attention here That people are messy people are envious people are jealous like and it's like You don't want to seem cocky. You know what I'm saying? To even think that somebody is envious of you. (laughs) Because I would never want to think like, oh, that bitch envying me. Like, you so envious. What's that song? um, I don't know. I don't know either. Just Kadam. Oh, yeah. No, I (laughs) don't (laughs) know. But it's like, oh, my God. It's really a real thing. Like, females really be hateful, devious, conniving, hating, ass- hoes that's the worst part about my job
0: i think it's because the way you carry yourself like you carry yourself in that manner where you know you got the confidence you know what i'm saying even if it's just for a job like you that's just how your aura is like and some people might not like that about you and and that could give a bitch a reason to not like you because they don't have it you know what i'm saying yeah and you know i mean other than some personal issues within their or they feel like they got a personal issue with you that they ain't addressed yet you know what I'm saying but some people are like that you know they don't like that you might know some stuff more than they do that they know you could get that raised before they could or whatever like this so they gonna try to stop you before I mean I've had that happen to me at me my too. job and it is sad like you said that females are envious but it's worse when it's a man
1: yeah i just feel like as a supervisor you're the one that motivates your employee to come to work you're the one that determines their work environment Mm -hmm. or their work ethic or their drive you know to be the best employee for them to be you can't be a shitty ass supervisor and expect your employees to be a one you can't do that, right? And I feel like in the environment that I work at, they felt the supervisors failed to see that. You know what I'm saying? Because always in a call center is always a whole lot of females Trauma and drama. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's drama and it's also females. Like I don't, I don't want to say it's drama because, like I said, I I've always been blind to the fact. You know what I'm saying? Until here lately, I just think that the supervisors. It's so many females that they be, you be intimidated by some of the females. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like you said, it could possibly be the way that I carry myself. But I don't, I don't feel like I carry myself to a a, a certain way where someone has to be envious of me. Or be jealous of me or intimidated by me. I feel like, like I told you earlier, I'm an open book. Right. You can come, in, I'm real open. Like, you can come to me and express your constructive criticism or, you right. know, what. P, p i think you should do this or try that like that's how you have to supervise me do not talk down to me or like i'm no kid because i can feel the animosity so when you have an animosity or you have an attitude because i can read people i'm gonna mm-hmm. have an attitude back right, right. you know what i'm saying it's different Same. when you approach people like i feel like i just feel like if i was to ever get a position as a supervisor like I would be really the (laughs) bomb.com. Because I could (laughs) I'm understanding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm understanding. I'm not, you know, and not saying that I'ma just be slacking on my employees, but like I said, as a supervisor, you make your employees want to come to work. You, you know, you affect their work ethic, as I said before. You affect them coming to work or their attitude, all of that. You create the environment for that right and people don't understand that in the field that i work in they don't understand that it's just like i'm the supervisor you're the employee what i'm saying is going period yeah no i completely understand
0: it but i don't have that problem now well even with my previous supervisor i didn't have that issue um because they always asking making sure you're okay like they ask every five minutes is there anything i could do for you today um no i'm okay if you could get just fired this one motherfucker that would be fine yeah. you know but i can't really say that but that's what i be thinking in my head and i know she be you know she probably be like girl <laughs> you know but i just don't like uh um what i don't like about my job is uh what is it called uh, um, mini manager micro, micro manager. manager.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't like them motherfuckers okay I can't stand y'all asses that has no sense of understanding or know that life happens like
0: and it's like you are not even the real fucking manager you're an employee just like I am me and you on the same damn payroll I mean, why are you top, in my- that's
1: not a micromanager that's top flight security well yeah a uh, robocop whatever yeah you ain't shit
0: okay you you do the same thing i fucking do (laughs) It's, it's to it's to the damn point where the motherfucker don't even speak we don't even speak to each other keep it that way but at the same time you can say excuse me bitch you can say excuse me or you can ask me nicely but don't be demanding shit and don't be telling me what to do because shit a lot of people that come in they be thinking you know in my environment I have people who come in from different areas just for the day to cover a shift or whatever and they be like damn I thought he was the manager no he's not he's one of us he's one of us that's just how irritating this motherfucker is and I cannot stand it and I hope he gets the job that he is interviewing for I am rooting for you sir not rooting, rooting. go go lucky I can't say your
1: name. Make sure y'all put y'all suggestions in the suggestion box at work, so you can tell them (laughs) how you really feel. Okay, right. Let us know some of y'all feelings towards y'all's job, what y'all hate about it, what y'all like about it. Put Um, those suggestions in there. Put it in there. And
0: last but not least, on March 31st, 2019, there was um, news spread around the nation that Nipsey Hussle had got shot, maybe 20-30 minutes later it was announced that he had been pronounced dead um, from six gunshots, one to the head, five to the body. Um, A very tragic event, we have lost a great monumental person um, known as a rapper, also advocate for a city, um, entrepreneur, businessman. Um, Something like a prophet You know, he was a very Influential person um, Inspiring person To the hip hop community uh, To his community In LA um, The people of LA His family, his friends And it's a very tragic Situation Um, I was personally Not personally, but you know Introduced to his music and who he was probably i'll say probably about like 2010 2011 -hmm. is when i first heard of nipsey hustle i remember a group of guys um on the east side of charlotte they you know gathered up you know their own money or their own time took out the time to actually have him perform in charlotte a show called Crenshaw to charlotte That's when I was first introduced to Nipsey Hussle, and I've heard about him. I've liked him ever since. It was just something about this Crenshaw guy, very L.A., sound just like fucking Snoop, sound just like a damn L.A. guy. (laughs) Um, That was the first time I was introduced to him, and over time I have seen how hard he has worked to where he has got to release his debut album out last year, which was Grammy-nominated this year. Um, which is a blessing to see and it's, um, it's just really heartbreaking really devastating when I first heard the news I just really did not think that this man was gonna pass away cause that's just the type of strong aura that he had I just thought okay he's just another rapper that got shot he'll be okay mm-hmm. and whenever they said that he passed away I my heart literally broke I really could not believe that like, I was like what the fuck like shocked I really couldn't believe it it was just very heartbreaking and to see over the past week and a half how much and how many people he has touched with his death and not even with his death but with his inspiring words of encouragement um, the things that he did for his community is amazing to see and over time You know, I've cried over this situation because I just found it so sad. It just gets more sad, you know, the more his people talk about him Mm -hmm. and what he's done for them personally or kids or whatever the case may be and it's just like, it gets so sad, but I don't know, like, over time I found, you know, more peace with it because I feel like this man was too big for the world. He was too big for the hip-hop community. He was just too big of a person, too big of a spirit to be here. He came and did what he had to do and I, you know, that's just how I look at it. I feel like the way he released his mixtapes up until his debut album really told his story of his life. With the naming of the title, you had uh, the Crenshaw joint, you had the Marathon, the Marathon Continues, then you had the Victory Lap, which was his Victory Lap. I feel like this past year was his Victory Lap. Mm -hmm. You know, he He did what he had to do. He made it known what he was doing and still inspiring. And he even had even more plans. And I feel like that night when he was at the Grammys, Grammy nominated in front of, he's in front of Cardi. That's how far ahead he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like, you know, up until his last breath, he took his victory lap, his foot in the game, had it in there and, I feel like, you know, even though the marathon will continue with his grace, his spirit, just the impact that he had in this world as a living being, I feel like he took his victory lap, and I hate that that happened, and I want to say, me personally, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle, we will miss you. Rest (laughs) in peace.
1: Well, you know, I'm not really big on the music thing. I be trying to get all in there. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm more so like... (laughs) a fairy tale so <laughs> my heart really hurts for Lauren and yeah. the kids like that really that's what really you know messed me up I've never listened to his music mm-hmm. like ever the only thing you know I was in Vegas when he died at a poop party and they just started playing all his stuff um so that was like you know kind of i mean i don't heard it before but i didn't know it was him mm-hmm. i've always known him to be lauren london's nigga. yeah i didn't know you know most people probably know lauren london because they he fought with her you know yeah or whatever but i just knew him from her. So, but I, you know, it really is a sad situation, girl, in tears today at the ceremony. Yeah. Uh, even though I didn't really know what the mama was, you know, she was just a little upset still, grieving. But, you know, I enjoyed the service. It was a little long. It was, but
0: um, it was a beautiful ceremony. It was beautiful. Everybody that had something to say about him, it was like, you know they all t- he all touched him in the same. It was like he it was like he was kind of made to be here, but he was made here for a purpose. And I feel like everybody all expressed his purpose in different ways of yeah. how he may have touched him. Um, the most heartbreaking thing for me to see was you know Lil Wayne's son talking so big about this man. You know what I'm right. saying? Um, And his brother's speech. You know, just yeah. seeing that because I know he felt heartbreaking. Because Black Sam was the one that was trying to revive him until medics came to um, take him to the hospital. But, you know, as a big brother you or a big older sibling, you are feeling supposed as if you're supposed to protect you, your right, younger You feel like you're supposed to protect them, be there for them, like you know. And I don't I hope he not living in regret because You know and i know that's tearing him up that he's not there because they was always together all the time and you know he was the, the genius behind it all you know supporting him but i just hope that that you know i don't know it warned me to see his mom speak so highly of him because she just seemed like she's okay with it you know she seemed like she's at peace with it because of the support that she and love that, you know, she that has been shown to him through everybody else's fans. Yeah. She is
1: very, very she's strong. She's a very strong like woman. I've, I've never I've been at two funerals in my whole life. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't go to Nibbi funeral. You know, yeah, I would just watched it. But <laughs> I've only spirit. <laughs> I've only I've only seen at a funeral twice in a lifetime where the person's Parent got up there and spoke like at uh, like Bronx recipes Bronx. His mom like mm-hmm. she went up there. His sister they went up there like you know more at a funeral. It's rarely the immediate family that's gonna be able to go up there and say something. But being that like, you know, Bron's sister read a poem, you know, his mom went up there and talked. So, you know, that was really strong and big of them. So, you know, my condolences to everyone. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace
0: neighborhood. Hey. (laughs) And and I just hope that uh bye. (laughs) <laughs> I hope that. Um, what I also noticed was that he he made such an impact that he made it it made the all the gangs in L. A. unite mm-hmm. and take a stand in unity in the hood. You know how big that is. Like it's like everybody taking a break from fighting or you know killing or and They said, you know, they took they took the time to unite for the passing of someone who that's how big of an impact he made you know and it and you know people around the world was making a you know you know being uniteful as well as like you know doing their services and everything their little candlelights or whatever and i just feel like you know that's something big that's something huge but i hope that his words and i hope that this passing keeps us together you know what i'm saying like I hope y'all tired of losing people to gun violence there's just like not even like i think it was probably like a week or a couple of days before that there was a young lady who was killed in charlotte and broad daylight a right. young mom of two kids killed in broad daylight rest in peace to kendall you know from I'm, a stray from bullet. from a stray bullet minding her business this woman driving up the street and niggas is shooting in broad daylight, having a shootout. Y'all ain't even trying to aim at each other. Y'all just shooting, shooting. just to fucking shoot. It was thirty to forty casings. Like, come on now. I just really hope y'all tired of losing people to guns hope and y'all, taking
1: these parents from their kids, kids. That's my biggest thing, right? And and, and them, kids from their parents, right? I hope y'all tired of that shit is sickening to me, right? But you know what shocked me is that I feel like so many people tuned in so many people went to the funeral for lauren's reaction you know what i'm saying yeah and i just feel like that he made her so strong you can because i would have been broken yeah you know what i'm saying but she just was like you know it may have took her a few days but she was really standing up there like my man was here right he was a good man the best man that i've ever known you know what i'm saying like she he made her so strong to where it showed me that she was at peace with it too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everybody just like I know that she's a red and she probably was a red. She yeah. probably still is gonna be a red. But the way she got up on that stage and spoke with that man, it was just like You would have never my, thought. Yeah. You know what
0: I'm saying? And it had, had me in tears. For real. Cause I was like, But at the end closer to the end of her speech, I was like, I can't even cry for that because it's just like you can tell like he kind of speaking through her like she right. know him so well you know that he was like kind of speaking through her like you gonna she, be good yeah right She like you gonna be good we gonna be good you know she hood i like that about right. her <laughs> she a ghetto girl but you know and I don't know. The whole thing is just fucking sad. But like I I've came to peace with it today. Just watching it and seeing all the great things people. It's like, you know, it ain't nothing to be said about. I just hope that we all come together, you know, after listening to everything everybody had to say, you know. But I don't know. I, I just hate that everybody is dying I also had a college friend just recently This past weekend pass away from gun violence I just I'm tired of this shit I hate funerals I hate saying Rest in peace I don't plan on Going to any unless it's my parents I just don't like funerals And I'm tired of people dying over Stupid shit whether if it's drugs violence you know we just Got to take care of each other as a black community Yes and Men- put the
1: guns down and put Your hands up Right <laughs> Period. Bro. Get knocked out like your father used to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Shit. How like hard that. is it to still fight? Like y'all want to kill y'all? Fight like, kill. y'all that mad? I can't do. This. I ain't never been that I mad. I might say like I want to kill you, but <laughs> I don't really mean kill you, nigga. Like what the fuck? Y'all really be wanting niggas dead? dead like for just real. to say they did? Like, like,
0: I could never. You I going to
1: hell? I mean, <laughs> I don't care if you repent. You're going, you're to, going hell. to hell and you're going to jail. Yeah. I can, I can. You know, like on Love Is Blind, when you said, "I ain't God," so what she say "I ain't started your life, but I'ma pretend that I did some shit like that." Girl, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not pretending that I'm God. <laughs> I might say a little something like, "Oh, I wish you would die right now," but
0: I don't really mean Ooh, it. Yes, I I'm would. just kidding, y'all. God, forgive me. I'm just kidding. God forgive me. I said that to me. one person, I and I regret today. it. I really regret
1: it. Did they die? No, they didn't die. Oh, ah, okay. They almost, ooh.
0: they got in a real bad car
1: accident. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our sermon for today. <laughs> Rest in peace the Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> And, and make sure you follow me
0: on IG and on Twitter at Temptation that is T-E-M-P-T-A-Y
1: T-I-O-N You will see me with the ladies night and, and follow me on IG at S-I-T-T-I-N pretty underscore P on Snap and on IG. We out you Make sure y'all send us y'all thoughts and any topics, or what we could do different, or if we already doing something, and don't need to do nothing different, or if we just the shit, or period. period. <laughs> just hit us up, let us know. And I hope y'all enjoy episode six. Hello.